welcome to Whatever It Takes, a Degrassi podcast. Uh, I'm Kelsey. I'm Holland. And today we have special guests on our episode, Tanner and Jack from the Babysitter's Club Club podcast. Welcome. I'm Tanner. And I'm Jack. And today we are talking about season seven, episode four, It's Tricky. And what we do on our show, we know you two often summarize your babysitter's club books in your own words but we just pull straight from the degrassi wikia and we find that it's more entertaining that way because also we oh, don't wow. want to spend the time summarizing degrassi um because it's, god that's so much smarter it's a cluster it's a it's truly <laughs> a cluster all right do you think it's tricky is an allusion to the run dmc song it's tricky we are actually going to get to that it is okay I was thinking that it's tricky. Is it's tricky not an allusion to the recording artist Tricky? Uh, uh, explain who that is. I'm unfamiliar. I, I'm unfamiliar also. A, a trip hop recording artist. He was in Massive Attack. You guys. No, I bet it's I, I bet it's the Run DMC song. It's tricky. Yeah. Every, All right. Fine. Um, we can do it. We. Every Degrassi episode is actually named after an '80s hit song. And so this. Oh, follow. is it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, at least in the be- at least in the beginning, it is. That's so cool. What do you mean the beginning? We're in season seven. <laughs> in the first, I think it's like eleven the first, seasons. Like, Ten seasons, I think. Eleven seasons, you guys. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we've got fourteen. This is why we do two a week. And then next class. You're gonna be doing this forever. We're literally gonna be doing this until we're thirty. <laughs> For another two years, at least. Oh, wow. Because they keep reviving it. I can't. I can't think about it too hard. It's gonna bum me out. Um, I found it. All right, it's tricky. After seeing Craig's newly released album on the shelves at a record store, Ashley decides to pursue her own music career, starting with a performance at the Lakehurst Degrassi Talent Mixer. They spelled Degrassi wrong on the Degrassi <laughs> wiki. <laughs> <laughs> it's with a Y here. It's, it's What's tricky. Going on? <laughs> it is tricky. <laughs> um, speaking of it's tricky, so as we discussed, this episode is named after the 1987 Rum DMC song, It's Tricky. And as far as how fitting it is for the episode, I guess merging schools is tricky, having a locker partner is tricky, working with your significant other on music is tricky. I think it's a fairly fitting episode title. It's not the first time. Do you say they're merging schools? I'm more concerned about merging schools. What does that mean? Okay, so Lakehurst. So you'll you might have heard reference to Lakehurst and how some of the students yeah. are from Lakehurst. Lakehurst was their rival school that burned down, and now they all go to the same school together. So all these people that they what? had tension with now go to their school. Also, what side is this note, town? What is what is going on? It's in bad shit. It's in a suburb of Toronto. Yeah. Also. <clears throat> Like, fun fact, Lakehurst, one of their students murdered a Degrassi student last season. So there's a lot of weird tension. There's a lot of tension. Also, someone shot Drake, and one of the girls is a teen mom. And, <laughs> like, it's just, it seems like there's a lot going on in this city. It's, it's, their tagline for this show for a time was just, it goes there. It goes everywhere. It covers all teen issues. There's a kid named Shredder. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. 
I wish Spinner's name was Shredder. Instead, it's Spinner because he has ADHD. <laughs> and when he's un- un- unmedicated, he spins around. Never forget that that's the reason that's his name is Spinner. Oh, man. He should go by Shredder. And there's a kid called Craig who writes all these fucking songs in rehab. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in rehab. Gets a hit album off of it. Uh, and he stole some of them from Ashley. Is that there's true? A kid you- named, there's a kid named Marco who wears a neckerchief. <laughs> I mean, if you want, we could just jump right into, into fashion. fashion I think we're there. I've got if you, if you guys want to talk about fashion, I have, I only have two dudes that I want to talk about. But okay. it, please, let's yeah, let's well, talk about it. Well, my first note is Spinner and his camo polo shirt, which yeah, that was cool. That's like back in fashion. I feel like yeah, that might. Be is he trying to hide? Yeah. Well, Johnny DeMarco also is wearing a camo cap. I don't know if you caught him. It was the man or the boy heckling Ashley during the. Oh yes, he is the coolest dude yeah. in the world. We that guy was here. fucking awesome. We literally uh, so that paused was just... it and we're like, "This guy, this guy's the guy." Yeah, we rewound that and watched it like three times. He's the guy who says, "Lame, play a Craig song." Yes, <laughs> yes. that's Johnny uh... DeMarco. I feel like Johnny DeMarco wears nothing but camo. True. He's wearing, he's like hanging out with some like weird, like stoner goth kid as well. With the biggest hair. He's with the guy who has Coheed and Cambria hair. (laughs) Yeah. It's his whole deal. It's like whoever writes this show, like knows that there are like subculture cliques in high school, but like just kind of assumes they all hang out together. It's like, (laughs) they're like the, the juggalos and the goths hang out together, right? (laughs) I would love to see a juggalo on Degrassi. Listen. I knew a real juggalo. <laughs> I think school. that kid in the camo cap is about as close as it gets. <laughs> yeah, he seems proud. awesome. So he has a backstory. He's a known guy. I thought he was well, just like heckling. He was actually friends with the kid who killed the Degrassi student in the last season. But he was there, oh, but he didn't do scene. anything. Wow, He's, this guy is awesome. Yeah. He hangs out in pool halls. Yeah. Okay. As a teen, which is fun. Um. Why don't you guys tell us what your fashion notes are? Okay, um, well, Jack, you you only had two. You want to do one of yours, and I'll do one of mine. I only had two as well. I didn't. I, all I th- I just thought it was really fucking. I didn't realize we were allowed to wear camouflage hats, and I thought it was cool as hell. <laughs> um, that guy was awesome. That's all. That's J- J- Johnny DeMarco is his name. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking badass. He's got this long hair, and he wears a camouflage hat, and he heckles the talent show. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my fashion note. Like, good job. Good job, Johnny. Um, I captured this kid named Marco who doesn't appear to go to Degrassi high school. He is since graduated. Oh, okay. Well, he was, he was very fashion forward. Um, he looked cool. He looked cool as hell. He was wearing a neckerchief, which is like a look I have always wanted to pull off. Uh, (laughs) Who Like, who is he? What's his deal? So he used to go to Degrassi. He was the school president. He was the first um, out teen on the show. So all of of the gay storylines usually go to him. But now he and a lot of the upperclassmen are in college now. Um, Oh, I have another another fashion note. Uh, The woman Mia and her three-year-old child are both wearing matching bubble jackets. I thought that was a very cool look. 
like mommy daughter matching bubble jackets. That was that that looked great. That really worked for both of them. I thought you and I should get bubble jackets. Matching <laughs> oh, bubble jackets I would track. like that so much, dude. We should totally do that. We would look really Matching cool. Buns. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. And um, I, I all right. Well, you mentioned earlier that you called Griffin the collar man or collar guy who has collars for days with a very affliction yeah. type pattern on his button up shirt. Oh yeah. That, that yeah. whole club outfit was a real choice. Um, Ashley's hair makes her look like a princess. Um, also when she's going to the talent show, uh, she's wearing like a velvet blazer that has bedazzling at the bottom <laughs> that I thought was really fun and just super interesting. Jimmy just for yeah. a lives in Sean John. Yeah, although he is wearing like a Charlie Brown outfit at one point. <laughs> the the clothes are weird. Like, is this? It feels like they didn't quite have like a a real f- style budget for this show. That is entirely possible. It was also 2007, so that could also explain some of the choices. God, this was from 2007. Yeah, this is wait. This show is really recent. Well, it started. Well, this iteration started in 2001. Um, there was also the original show was from the 80s, which is, I believe, why every episode in the Next Generation is named after an 80s song as kind of a callback. I watched this episode today. I would have sworn it was from like 2000. Like, yeah, <laughs> it felt very, very dated. I mean. It is very dated. Also, I don't know if it's different in Canada, but maybe they're a little bit more behind on the fashion. Also, it's a really low budget show. Mm-hmm. Like if you hear any interviews with like anyone that's been on the show, like like I think Drake has m- mentioned it before, but like they none of the actors really make any money. Like it's just like the most low budget like I think they all do their own makeup. They could very well dress themselves. I mean, they must have spent a lot of money on those sick beats that uh, Drake <laughs> and uh, Ashley were dropping on the show. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, what is what is? They must have spent a lot of money on Drake. Oh, yeah, her seductive voice. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Can, we, can you guys explain to us uh, what's the deal with that? Why is Ashley so difficult? It, she's very difficult in this episode, I thought. She's <laughs> difficult in every episode. The thing about Ashley is that she's a pain in the ass. She was trying to record a song, and then literally Drake comes in and is like, hey, is it cool if I freestyle over your song? And does a very, very good job because he's Drake, and she, like, loses her mind over it and doesn't know how to deal with it. Is that – that's just how she is? That is her deal. That's most of her personality. She can't take any sort of competition or anyone, like, trying to undermine her, even if it's for the better. She's done it with music before. Yeah. Throughout, like, many iterations with boyfriends, friends, just everything. She's kind of the worst. Do they love each other, these people? Like, it seemed like they they were more than friends. Yes, they are a couple at the moment. Oh, wow. We looked it up. And on the Billboard Top 100 right now, Drake has 20, 20 out of 100 songs on the Billboard Top Top 100 right now are Drake songs. How many does Ashley Kerwin have? Didn't see her once, to be <laughs> honest. Well, she probably has, like, production credit. Oh, that's a good point. That's true. No, she's a performer, Jack. <laughs> Did you she's hear a... the second verse progression? <laughs> oh, yeah. On that track? <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's why you don't like. That's not what you say to the A and R guy, Ashley. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, you guys sounded good. Your freestyle was really sick." And she's like, oh, "Was it the second verse progression? Is that what made it work?" <laughs> Ashley can dress however she wants and like try to be as cool, but she's always like the squarest, like most boring, like. Uh, I just yeah. Ashley, Ashley has Ashley gone Kerwin. through many different um, personality, not personality changes, maybe different iterations of style. Because she try, she doesn't really have her own personality, so she kind of latches on to other people's. She's been through a goth phase. She's been through a rocker chick phase. Now I think she's in her more serious piano girl phase. Although she's always kind of a piano girl, and okay. she can't handle people outshining her. But they always do because Ashley sucks. Do they every day at Degrassi have some like crazy performance art experience? Like it feels like like they come in and she's like just randomly performing on the piano and people are heckling her. And then the next day there's this like weird clown event. <laughs> I mean, these not clowns every are like day. throwing shit at each other. Okay. Not every day, but like more often than. <laughs> necessary they have a lot of talent shows they have a lot of rallies they have a lot of protests they have a lot of dances they have a lot of activities okay. a lot of fires a lot of school shootings a lot of yeah uh d- do drug it. incidences do any of them have parents yeah we didn't see a single parent you it actually, was really troubling you did see a parent who was a teacher but it wasn't immediately apparent whose parent he was. It's Mr. funny. Simpson? Uh, I don't know if you remember him. Was he in this episode? No. I don't think just... he was in this episode. Oh. I, I have no memory of him. I, I don't, don't think I saw this... a single adult. No, we saw um, Ms. Kwan. Kwan. Queen Kwan, the, um, oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. debate. She was very mean to Ash. Or no, to Mia. Right. Well, rightfully but so. But Mia was using ad hominem attacks. So. <laughs> yeah, we caught that. The debate went off the rails. The mistake that Mia made was using an ad hominem attack <laughs> when during the debate she said, your spray tan is running, uh, which is probably a good point, but um, it felt like not necessarily above board in debate class. I mean, class. Holly J. Sinclair was also using an ad hominem attack, but she was masking it in the terms of the debate. That's Wait, true. is she the one who's the sister of the boyfriend-stealing, bad-nose-job-having, puppy-stealing queen of evil? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Who, okay. by the way, is a person that we never see or meet but hear about constantly. And I'm confused She sounds this. awful. Yeah. yeah. I'm confused, though, because... <laughs> so, Holly J., the younger sister, came from Lakehurst. But we've been hearing about Heather Sinclair like she goes to Degrassi. So, I don't understand. We, it has not been explained to us yet why they went to two different schools, but I feel like they might explain it. They probably won't. This has the show has a lot of holes. We didn't catch any. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Heather Sinclair is a character that's always mentioned and always talked about off screen. I think at, in one of the seasons, the writers made it their mission to have a Heather Sinclair mentioned in every single episode, but we never actually meet her. Was she on the 80s version of the show? No. No, I don't think so. She's just a but so we don't random even, human. We don't have any context for why she, or like, why she stole puppies and got a bad nose job and like is the literal queen of evil. Like, that's just no. backstory that is new. Exactly. 
every time she's wow, mentioned, we so learn cool. something new about her. Yep. We just know that she's like meant to be like a queen bee, but also like terrible, but also not cool. I, it's it's never fully clear on what she is. Yeah. But you're not supposed to like this person that you've never seen or met before. I don't know. The queen of evil sounds <laughs> sounds interesting, at least. I mean, I'd take her over Ashley any day. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Ashley was the worst. <laughs> so speaking of Ashley, so she and she wants to join this talent show after here. Oh, so Ashley used to date Craig. And now that Craig has released this new album, Ashley is feeling insecure about giving up her music dreams because Jimmy and Ashley have decided they want to go to NYU and then to law school, which doesn't really make sense. These are these are teenagers, right? Yeah. I mean, they were held back. What music career? I mean, Craig has one, so (laughs) it worked out well for him. Also, can we please talk about. The song titles for Craig's album, yes, please. Craig's yeah. Song title. Okay. They're so all bad. He has seen, so Craig has dated a lot of the girls on this show. I don't. He dated Manny. I don't remember. I don't. We saw Manny, right? Yeah, she had the worst she hair. Had the terrible blonde hair with bangs. Um, oh yeah, she was. She was the one who said the line about um, Heidi, Heather, Heather Sinclair. Yeah. Sinclair. She also told Mia to seize the salve, I believe, at one point in the episode. Manny's an instigator, but she's also the best. But I didn't know what that there. meant. Seize. I thought she said seize the staff, and I thought it was just a like crude sex joke. Extremely <laughs> dirty for teen television. No, the <laughs> the cute boy who walked down the hall to generic R and B music. His name is Sav. Oh yeah. All that music oh, was an okay. adventure. Is he new to this episode? He's new this season. So he is from he was he is a Lakehurst student who now goes to Degrassi. Okay. So oh yeah, the song titles on the album are all great. Um there's She Is the Ash, which Hey, wonder who that's about. <laughs> <laughs> um wait, there's my favorite, which is Thong girl, wrong girl. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Which is about And Manny. this is pre-thong song, right? Yeah. Wait, who's that about? So it's, it's about, about Manny. Manny. In season three. That's awesome. Manny decided she didn't want to be cute anymore. She wanted to be hot. So there's an entire montage of her walking down the hall with her whale tail showing, which is when the thong peeks out of her jeans. And she thought it was really sexy and just kind of overhauled her whole look. So that's how we know that that song is about her. But Jeff, so she, it you... looked great, but she wasn't the right girl for for Craig in this particular outfit. Which seemed that's unfair because she's the girl. one who dumped him. Yeah, Manny actually got out when Craig was in the middle of his coke problem. Which okay. what? His... <laughs> what? No, this is why he wrote all of his songs in rehab. I guess stole oh, all of I his guess songs, right? <laughs> Stephen King wrote, wrote a lot of his like hit books while he was high on coke. So yeah, that makes sense. Are are you in, you're endorsing it, Tanner? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if you want to be a good creative and you want to make good art, like, yeah, you should probably there's do drugs. There's a right way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying do drugs. I'm not telling your listeners to do drugs. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> a lot of really great creative work has been done by people wow, on people drugs. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. And then the Thanks, song Tanner. about Ellie 
was redheaded for trouble. Who's Ellie? <laughs> <laughs> Ellie was the redhead friend of Ashley. So wait, all oh, of yeah. the songs on his hit album are written about random high school girls he's dating? True. Yeah. That's cool. We th- we kept mistaking Ellie for um, Holly Sinclair, Holly J Sinclair. Okay, that, they kind of look. They alike. look very similar. And straight red hair. You only see a little bit of Ellie. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just googled Ellie, and she went through some phases on this show. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> she started out hardcore, hot topic emo girl. She was like a like a industrial like industrial goth. For a little while, it seems like. Oh yeah, they were they were pushing it really hard, and then she sort of evened out and became a grown up. Yeah, <laughs> she's in college now, guys. She had some great lines in this episode, though. She was fun. So Ashley is in a crisis because she thinks she's like maybe there's still time to chase my dreams instead of going to law school eventually, and. She kind of ropes Jimmy into doing the same thing because he also has creative dreams. And she admires his freestyle rhyming skills. And then... I I think her exact words were mad freestyle rhyming skills. Right. And Mm -hmm. then he goes into our first taste of rhyming skills in which he says, if you're the beauty and I'm the smart one, there's a problem. There's no problem with that, and I won't start one. Which is yeah, not his good. best work. <laughs> but it's better than the last time we saw him rap, which ended with, now shut up, girl, and make my lunch. Yeah. 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 He's really evolved on the show as a rapper. It seems what- like that 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 line of uh, uh, whatever you just said <laughs> seems like a TV show writer uh, writing a line for Drake to say. One hundred percent. But then later in the episode, he he does some pretty good rapping. It feels oh yeah, like, over Ash's chorus. Um, and yeah, I feel we like, really that, liked was like that. that was pure Drake. Oh yeah, this is where he started. I, this is his backdoor pilot for his music career. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like I was like when I was watching, I was like, oh my god, we are literally watching the launch of like Drake's entire music career happening right now. Uh, Jack turned to me and he said, oh, my God, this sounds just like Kanye. I was like, yeah, (laughs) this is good. This is good rap. It's like the one time this show did like music well. (laughs) Sometimes Craig was good. Yeah, sometimes Craig was good. He did get a record deal out of it. So So did he really did he really steal all of the songs from Ashley? There was like a a line early on. I think it was just the first song on the album and everyone knows that the first song on the album doesn't really count i don't know i usually skip well, the he, first yeah, song on an album a song it's never Ashley the hit and didn't credit her and this that's kind of what that's begins her um foray back into her music but we can hop maybe we can discuss the b plot real quick yeah um so holly J and mia are sharing a locker now that seems like a mistake. Yeah, but they're like crammed for space because Lakehurst burned down. Right. Well, it's not Degrassi's fault. Also, there's like a running theory that one of the Degrassi students burnt down Lakehurst. Shouts out to Toby. Nice. <laughs> um, I I would burn down Lakehurst. If it, is it, it's all people like Holly J. She's so unpleasant. And Johnny DeMarco, yeah. pretty much. And Sav now. Oh, Johnny DeMarco is cool. <laughs> Which one's Johnny DeMarco? He's the camo hat dude. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Craig's cool, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that was cool. And oh, and he did a good uh, burn of the week this week where he. Uh... <laughs> you can't just do our segment. On show. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good though. It was a, it was a good burn. Um, it was a talent contest, and he shouted out. More like a no talent contest. <laughs> yeah, very good. It was it uh, was pretty just, sweet. I don't know. It was that's a sweet burn. It was a sweet sweet burn. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Holly J is like throwing things out of the locker, and it's like this isn't a daycare, which I mean is fair. Also, Isabella, like she's too old for pacifiers. Why does Mia have pacifiers in their locker? This seems like she's just storing old. I yeah. Shit. Oh, I, would... I can tell you. I used to have in the in the early aughts. I <laughs> this had... is not. Jack, it's not the raver days. <laughs> I have pacifiers um, because I would go to raves and like I had the visor and like you take a pacifier because it's it's cool at raves. And it makes um, like the acid trips better, right? It's for like when you're grinding your teeth, yeah, or also yeah, just yeah. to look cool. I mean, it looks cool. It looks sweet. Yeah, though. no, it definitely looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'll endorse that. I mean, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Isabella seemed fully like two or three years old. Yeah, these are high school students. How old was Mia when she had Isabella? I think she was really, really young. young. She was like thirteen or fourteen. See, Mia came to the show already a teen mom to us, so we don't have a lot of backstory on her and her baby daddy and her pregnancy experience yet. I think that is revealed probably in this season. So we're almost as much in the dark about that situation as you are at this point. Wow. <laughs> and so what's Holly J. Sinclair's problem with her? Like at some point Mia uh, has a failed date with the handsome man and Holly J. Sinclair really rubs it in. She's just like, Oh, haha. Now you're going to have to continue raising your child alone. <laughs> it's, it's a really, it's a really dig. <laughs> I think with Holly J, she's just kind of a judgmental person, but also she has a crush on Sav and Sav was paying attention to Mia okay. because Mia is Nina Dobrev and is Beautiful. a very hot person. Okay. Well, anybody who like gets a soundtrack, like an R&B soundtrack when they walk down the hall, like I would have a crush on that gentleman as well. Right. Yeah, um, Mia, so- Mia was the only person who seemed vaguely uh, recognizable to me. Yeah, she was on The Vampire Diaries. Of all the... No, that's not it. <laughs> she was also in a movie recently. Um, she was in the Triple X movie with Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, absolutely that, she was. That sounds yes, familiar. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly. She might have been in Let's Be Cops. I get her confused sometimes with um, Victoria, Justice. Victoria Justice and sometimes Vanessa Hudgens, even though I know that they're different people. I don't know. Yeah. They all look a little bit She's the same around. to me. She's crossed over into the American market. She like She presented Drake with an award recently. Funny. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, has anyone else from the show really hit it big other than Drake? Kind of. Um, you didn't meet this character, but a character named Darcy was on a CW show called, in, I think she was on the 90210 reboot. So that's like kind of crossing over, but she hasn't done anything since then. And the man who plays Craig is on Broadway now, but that's also not really the same thing. Yeah, but he, we saw him actually in an off-Broadway play. He's really good. He's in Beautiful right now. Who is the nerdy kid who introduced Ash as his stepsister? Oh, Toby. And she is his stepsister, but we never hear about it. Because um, you guys he, described Ash as a real square, but like that kid seemed like a real square. Oh, yeah, no. Toby, 
that is Toby in a nutshell. Um, he, what is what does Jake Goldsby do now? I don't think he does anything. No idea. Most of these people don't do anything anymore. I'm googling um, him now. The last thing <laughs> oh. he was in was Twitter. in. Uh, he was in a TV series called Being Erica in 2009. All right. Also, a lot of them are on Canadian TV. Like the girl who plays Ellie, I've seen her in other shows on like, like Canadian television. Um, but yes, he is Ashley's stepbrother. He's kind of like a computer geek guy, and his best friend was the one who got murdered. Oh, uh, really? It was really sad. And actually, the kid who got murdered was also Mia's ex-boyfriend. So when she's, like, talking to Mia, and she's like, I don't know, like, with my last boyfriend, and then she trails off, and it's like, you might as well just follow up with his dead now. (laughs) Was stabbed in an alleyway? Was stabbed in an alleyway. So many people have been so abused in this city. Drake got shot. Yeah, and there's, like, a epidemic of puppy theft. (laughs) It's just like a nightmare town. It is. It truly is. Um, but on a lighter note, <laughs> Drake and Ashley are practicing their songs. They are really into it. Uh, well, no, Drake is really into some it. Some of us Ashley are into has, it. Ashley has like a like smells something bad face on, and she's like, I don't know, something's not right tonally, and it's like, no, you're just mad and jealous and like you don't know how to be a grown-up sorry drake world famous rapper you're clashing with my piano parts (laughs) yeah (laughs) and my shitty like casio keyboard drum beats (laughs) i mean in fairness in fairness to ashley can i play slightly devil's advocate for a second here In in fairness to ashley she obviously spent a long time writing this song and then drake is like oh cool that sounds good i'll just i guess i'll just like freestyle over it but she also did yeah. him like, freestyle. Yeah, but how about like take some time, listen to the song, like write a verse that fits with like her lyrics. He's a neat to man. He's Drake. He has twenty of the top one hundred hits right now, Jack. Yeah, I guess so. You're a totally Ashley, which is why you're a total Ashley, which is why you don't understand this. And I'm a total and, Drake. And you're a Drake. Situation. I'm a Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> if we had Drake on our hit podcast, The Babysitters Club Club. Yeah, I would good. expect him. Got that in there. Good. <laughs> I felt it felt pretty seamless, right? Uh, I would expect him to read a babysitters club book, not just come in and like freestyle over whatever we're doing. But when Ashley does the talent show, she decides to not invite Jimmy to do the talent show with her because she just couldn't make it work. And she's bombing up there, which is when that funny camo cap guy is like, "You suck." Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Like, no talent show, am I right? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And then Jimmy comes out and he, he drops a freestyle verse and it's really killer and everyone loves it. And afterwards, Ashley's all pissed off. Those two guys in the background are like borderline like synchronized dancing. It's really, really good. Cool. <laughs> feeling Very it cool. so hard. Yeah. Them and their do-rags. Uh, they're probably pretty high. Um <laughs> fact but Ashley gets all pissed off at Jimmy and says like uh like why how dare you like step all over like everything I was working on out there and Jimmy's like are you kidding me like I got that crowd moving and I feel like that's our relationship Jack like you come in and you try to like you know make something happen and I come in and I just really please the crowd great yeah exactly without any context for what I'm trying to do buddy doesn't matter (laughs) fine But then after the show, they're fighting by his locker, 
and she's angry. She's like, I didn't ask you to save me. I was bombing on my own. You should have just let me do my own thing. And but then he tries to pick up a book in the bottom of his locker and Ashley gets it for him and he thanks her and she says, yep, that's what I'm here for. And I thought it was a very loaded book retrieval and I didn't I felt very uncomfortable. It was an uncalled for statement for sure. Um, Like just sort of like making her entire relationship like, well, now I take care of you. Um, But like also, you know, Ashley, and you know that like if he had just left her out there on that stage to like die for her shitty garbage music, she would give him like endless bullshit about how he didn't help her. Yeah, there was there's no winning with Ashley in these situations. Yeah, she seems awful, but he was he was really fumbling with that book. <laughs> yeah, that was a very bad book retrieval. Yeah. Which is crazy cuz he's like an extremely capable person. Like he you've missed a lot of his basketball playing, but he can yeah. do like several three-pointers, like I think it's like 11 in a row or something without like from half court. From half court and like you know, just all arms for days, and he's awesome. Yeah. So I'm like, he can reach down and get a book. Like one scene earlier, we saw him like playing basketball with Shredder and just like tearing up the court, <laughs> and then he like fumbles a book and can't like pick it up off the bottom of his locker. Spinner <laughs> is Shredder forever to me now. <laughs> oh, also, Spinner is talking about how great Ashley is, and he's like, her music kicks, and I'm like, not really. <laughs> oh that was cool i made a note terrible. of that i want to start saying that is that a thing that people say now kick it kicks it kicks i don't know yeah. if it's a thing that That's... people said then uh, well be, it's very it cool. might just be spinner it's cool though it's it's just like a this is something that happens a lot in the babysitters club books which we read every week on our hit podcast the babysitters club club uh <laughs> nice they nice. the yeah thank you the <laughs> girls in that book uh in those books also just make up words yeah, like they've got Dibley and they've got um, distant. distant. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of what Shredder was doing in this scene. He was trying to make something latch on to popular culture. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, Manny frequently says things are cuckoo bananas, but I don't know. That's kind of the extent of the Degrassi slang we get. Is that a good thing? If something is cuckoo bananas, is it good? No, it's usually bad, but it's like lighthearted bad. It's, yeah, it can be applied okay. to a number of situations. So it's like that camo hat you're wearing is cuckoo bananas. It's yes. like not good, not bad. Jury's still out on whether it's it's going to catch on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that kicks. Then Ashley is complaining to Ellie about how Jimmy is good at everything, and she doesn't understand how she can get up and put in all this work on her music. And he just stands up there with his rhymes he makes up on the spot and just kill and that he's good at everything. And Ellie's response is, yeah, except walking. <laughs> nice. It's a good, valid point. Good. Yeah, fair. Very mean, though. <laughs> Ellie does not fuck around. <laughs> um, but then we are... Oh, and then this is when Griffin comes in and Collar Man comes in and tells Ashley that Drake laid down some sweet beats and that there are going to be some A&R guys at this club the next night and that he should go. And Ashley just automatically starts being diabolical and tells him that, 
oh no, Jimmy can't go, but I can go. I wrote that song. And so she's kind where it's kind of planting the seeds for things to come. Yeah, I was, I mean, which is why I was kind of confused by the next thing, which is like Ashley goes to, I keep wanting to call him Drake because now this is like the closest that we've gotten to seeing like Jimmy as Drake. Mm -hmm. Like he has like a similar haircut and everything. He no longer looks like a small child. Um, yeah, he's like he's like getting there. He's about to like. It not really be on the show felt anymore. like this was the. It felt like this was the launch of Drake's career. It kind of was. I think it was. It kind of was. Um, I mean, he'll be off the show soon, so yeah, we're getting to the we're end. Almost at the end of his tenure here. We're oh man! So his 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 freestyle in this episode was so good that he just had to leave the show. Just so fire that he had to follow his dreams. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so Ashley is like, you should go to this thing alone. And I'm like, what the fuck is she concocting? Because she tells Griffin that she's going to go alone. Because she's like, it's not Jimmy's thing. Bye. And but, but then she goes up to him in the gym and says, you should go to this. They want you. And it seems like she's being mature about the situation and she wants him to succeed but she's also feeling a little bit down on herself but he decides he's like no you need to go with me and then she shoots a basket and makes it and she's like okay <laughs> let's do it for no reason <laughs> like, i guess that settles the matter it was very confusing can i ask a question yeah I looked up just I, as you guys say names i'm googling them just to get a a, a face to put the name to yeah, um, and I I looked show. up, I looked up Ellie DeGrassi, and uh, Google auto fills this. People also ask, <laughs> uh, and the second question under Ellie DeGrassi is, why did they kill off JT? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we ask that all the time. That's the kid who got murdered. Oh, okay, and he was Toby's best friend. Is that what yes. you said? Toby's best friend. Okay. Mia's boyfriend he also had was a teen parent but he and his former flame gave up their child for adoption oh why'd they kill him off uh well he want the actor wanted to go to college and he didn't want to just fizzle out so he was like kill me off kill me off kill me off he asked for it he wanted to go out with a bang and now everyone wow. everyone's hearts are broken forever yeah it and, seems and like it was... ruined mia's life yeah I mean, Mia's life wasn't so great before. It gets better. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she, yeah. I think she eventually becomes a model. She does become a model, and she moves away to France, and a.k.a. the Vampire Diaries. Right. Oh. Do we want to talk more about the foreign adoption debate? Yes. Yeah. Because why is this happening? Also, is so is this an English class? Because Ms. Kwan, Queen Kwan, she is um, the English teacher and also sometimes drama. Yeah, I couldn't tell is what this a debate this was. class or is it? Because I, I feel like I've only I've I didn't like go I didn't have a debate club experience, and I feel like the only time I ever did any sort of debate was like in like this weird like AP history class. Yeah, so I don't understand in, like, gov class or something like that. I don't know what subject this was supposed to be in. This fe this felt to me like a pure debate class because she had this like whole line at the beginning where she came up and like stood on the desk and was like, two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when you debate each other, this is like, I don't know, this is going to end in disaster for one of the two of you. Um, and then just like pits Kumate. them both against each other. Kumate. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. It was super intense. So like, that's not something you would do in an English class. It's like, also, here's what debate is. Um, right. So I don't know. You guys know the show, but it felt like she was trying to do something real special here. Um, and then she puts up the two like most intense, meanest girls in the class up against each other. With Sav as, um, like, the in-between. Okay. Oh, my God. Sav didn't... That dude didn't know what he was doing as moderator. <laughs> yeah, he, he was just terrible. kept going, um, excuse me? <laughs> he just kept saying, the speaker is out of line. What is foreign adoption? <laughs> um, and what is foreign adoption? Who knows? I, I guess it was a big yeah. issue in 2007. It's <laughs> Like, they seemed ready to be in like, Canada. I'm against... Like, who was, it, who was debating? Wait, it was uh, Holland... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Holly, Holly, sorry, J. Holly J. Sinclair, and who was the other person? Mia. It was Mia. Mia, uh, and Mia seemed happy to take up what I would think is a difficult position, which is against foreign adoption. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which, is, which is just bonkers that you just in general that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish we could have had more from the cutting room floor of her arguments against, like... <laughs> yeah, we saw, we saw very little of the debate that wasn't just about, like, spray tans. Wasn't personal attacks. But, like, you know that the only reason that they picked this as a subject was because they wanted to use the whole, like, Mia has a kid angle without, like, I guess bringing up abortion? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, okay. Is that what foreign adoption is? It's a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of things that relate Although... to babies that are like controversial. Yeah. Yeah, she she went and got one of those foreign adoptions. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the show doesn't shy away from abortion storylines though. No, I wouldn't imagine it does. It's got every other like a terrible teen storyline that you could have. Okay. Yeah, they it's... shot Drake apparently. Yeah, they <laughs> go there. <laughs> Sounds terrifying. And this JT kid got stabbed. Yeah, I had a literal hashtag tearful moment during that one. When Drake got shot. Yeah, when Drake got shot. After we record, you should YouTube him getting shot because it's terrifying. And he lets out the most ear splitting, chilling shriek when he gets shot. It's like just like the most like. Oh, It'll wow. hurt your heart. Just just watch the clip of him getting shot. The noise he makes. We should do a hoax. Soul. It's upsetting. The three of us, the four of us should do a hoax where we uh, try to convince everyone that Drake actually got shot. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good, and just work. like share around this clip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God, wait, no, I'm really on board for this. Can we start yeah. our own fake news? Oh, hashtag Drake, Drake news. news. Drake news. Drake news. All right. So the debate quickly devolves. Oh, wait. No, we we, we don't know. Where does everybody come down? Pro or con <laughs> foreign adoption? I'm pro foreign adoption. How about you, Holland? I'm, I'm generally else? pro foreign adoption if the adoption practices are above the board and ethical. That's true. I had a long conversation with someone. It might have been your stepmom. I think we were together. I think we were together. I think it might have been your stepmom about human trafficking. Right. Yeah. I just. It was a really drunk conversation about human trafficking, and I just remembered that it happened. Like, why does this sound so familiar? (laughs) You guys sound like fun drunks. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Um, I'm pro as long as it's on on the level. 
Um, I'm, I'm still undecided. I need to see some more stats and okay. more data. Um, neither uh, Mia nor but, Holly yeah. J swayed you one way or the other. Yeah, it was tough. There was a lot of, like, spray tan talk. There was a lot of cankles. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, shots volleyed about cankles, I'm... which, is like, th- neither of these girls have cankles. I don't even know what cankles are, but th- these girls don't have them, It's when your calf is, is the same size as your ankle. Okay. That, that seems not on the level. And what does that have to do with foreign adoption? <laughs> it's, it's, nothing, it's a serious it's issue. It has nothing to do with it at all. And we never yeah. learned anything else. Well, I'm all right, well... anti-spray tan. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes it runs. <laughs> Yeah, I'm neutral on cankles, neutral on foreign <laughs> adoption, anti-spray tan as well. I'm actually pro-spray pro spray tan because it's healthier than sitting in a tanning bed because that can still cause skin cancer. Yeah, but you guys, sometimes it runs. <laughs> That's an excellent. And then yeah. you lose a I debate. mean, I'm not pro it aesthetically, yeah. but I'm like pro it in comparison to I think people should, bake have, bake. should be able well, to Well, don't the do choice. it right before debate class. That is a good point. Yeah. Let it set first. Oh, that's Don't good. be in such a like, temperamental climate where there's a lot of like rain and snow and yeah, like, <laughs> like Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, or if you're in like a heated debate against debate champion Mia, like you're gonna start sweating. It's true. Um, and that's gonna make the old spray tan run right down to the cankles. <laughs> All valid points. Nothing um, to do with foreign adoption. Right. Right, but I feel like your listeners have learned a lot about the art of rhetoric today. <laughs> it's a true fact. <laughs> um, but despite this bonkers debate, Mia and Sav have a pleasant evening at The Dot, the cafe. I'm just so not invested in this at all. <laughs> and they're weird. Like, they go on one date. Is it a date? I don't know. She shows up at The Dot, and he's there. And child. she's like, can me and my child sit down? And then they flirt. And then she sees him the next day at his locker, or no, it's her locker. And she's like, I'm so excited for us to go out again. And he's like, ah, and she doesn't take the hint. And then he like explains it to her face. I wrote this down. He says, he says, I don't want to jump into anything until I've got my bearings around you. Which is a very cryptic thing to say. Which just means like, I know that I'm like around her. I think he means around the school. Around no, he said around here because oh, he's okay. new to the school apparently. Jack, is yeah. that our buzzer? That's our buzzer. My wife is getting it. Getting it. Oh, it's it's done. It's done. The DVD. Hi, Sarah. Thing. No, that that doesn't work. She can't hear you. Oh, hi, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to talk to you. No. <laughs> so yeah, Sav is basically like, um, I'm new to this school. I know that I'm a hot commodity, so I don't want to tie myself down quite yet. Exactly. To you and your child. child. I don't want to be a stepdad at 15, but thanks. Right. Are these kids 15? Yeah. Well, he's in grade 10, as established by Manny. So you I guys, we read a series of books about 13-year-old girls, and it is an entirely different universe. And I can't believe they're <laughs> only two years apart. Oh, my you know God. They would not be able to coexist. Like, you these know boys know? are the same like, age as, like, Charlie and Sam. Yeah, it's weird. brother. There's been precisely zero school shootings or drug overdoses or teen pregnancies in any of the Babysitter's Club books yet. They just um, sit babies. Well, somebody did try to steal Marianne's cat once. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you guys have a puppy thief epidemic in Degrassi. We have a, a cat thievery epidemic in Stony Brook. <laughs> you, Stony Brook also has a more supernatural bend. 
They have more. Yeah. They have witches. They have yeah. time have jumpers. Tyranny. Yeah, um, dolls. I mean, that yeah. could be the case dolls. in Degrassi, too. Orbs. Oh I think my you God. just have to you have to scratch deeper than the surface, and you find that in in anything. I think if you look a little deeper into Grassy, this is probably all caused by witches or living dolls or whatever else is out there. We have had some people conjecture that Degrassi is actually a like an experiment where everyone who attends is. What what did Daniel say? There's a, it's like everything is like sort of accelerated. It's kind of like a clone high situation where they don't realize they're an experiment, but they're an experiment, and like right. they're all accelerated, which is why like you can develop and overcome an eating disorder in like three episodes. Right, or a drug problem, or cancer, or or like write a gonorrhea. hit album while you're recovering from your drug problem and like suddenly be a huge star. Exactly. Yeah, um, that makes a ton so, of sense to me. Yeah, and th- and we did have some supernatural. We did have Terry, who was like an occultist for a minute. That's true. She wrote, t- she read tarot cards. She m- messed with the mystics. Well, she probably and... brought some dark beings into this this universe. That's true. That's true. Oh well, yeah. Oh, she also she actually dated the school shooter, so maybe she brought him to Degrassi. Ooh, let's not blame Terry for Rick. That's true. I don't want to. <laughs> it makes my she could it makes have my opened, heart hurt. She could have opened the door, though. That is a good point. She definitely opened the door for some dark things. I think we need to, like, delve deeper into this at another time, though. That's true. We're going down a rabbit hole. We are. Um. So, anyway, so that's the end of the B-plot. Truly, no one cares. Holly J says a mean thing to Mia, and yeah. then Mia evicts her rightfully so. Yes. Um. But... At the club, Jimmy shows up, and Griffin is really excited about him, and all of his record people are there. Also, it's very convenient that Griffin knows all of these people all of a sudden. Yeah. Also, he is, like, acting kind of shady, and, like, I don't know. I was like, maybe he's high, but he was, like, being weird and, like, jumpy. Why does he know so so many A&R people? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We just met him, actually. This is his second episode. Is he a teen as well? No, he's got to be older than everyone, right? No, he's a college student. He's the okay. roommate of Marco and Ellie. Okay. He just moved in. Um, and so Ashley is a no-show. Yeah, Jimmy Ashley. Has- come on. Like, literally every decision she makes in this entire episode. I don't know if she's like this generally, but it's just like, what? what's the most awful way of behaving? And she chooses that. She just doesn't yeah. bother to come. That's generally Ashley's steez. She is broken up with almost every single one of her boyfriends on their birthdays. Literally. Oh, wow. That is not an exaggeration. Um, yeah, because she broke up with Jimmy the last time on his birthday. She broke up with Craig on his birthday. So, I mean, she probably broke Jimmy. up with Alistair on his birthday. That's true. She also moved away to London and started dating another guy there before she broke up with Craig on his birthday. So, Through an email. <laughs> So Ashley's just generally an awful person, but Jimmy goes up on stage. He gives a, the performance of a lifetime while Ashley shows up and like watches from the shadows, like a <laughs> real creep. And Griffin yeah. like comes over to her and he's like, he's great. Oh, also, I we didn't really mention this, but Griffin keeps bringing up the wheelchair thing and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first yeah, time, yeah. The first time like... Yeah, he's like, yeah. cool chair, man. He's like, cool chair, man. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, thanks, I have to be in it because of a, <laughs> because of a school shooting. 
<laughs> like Griffin was confused. He's just like, oh, what is this cool chair with wheels you're sitting in? <laughs> How novel. <laughs> and then when he comes in to talk to Ashley and Ellie, he's like, oh, like you got like that was great. You guys should go. And she's like, yeah, Jimmy did it. And he's like, oh, the guy in the wheelchair. Like it's his yeah. own <laughs> point of reverence for him. Oh, you mean Drake? Famous <laughs> rapper? So Drake kills it. And then after the show, Griffin comes over and is like, the record people, they want to talk to you about a demo. And they liked your seductive voice, Ashley. So I guess you're involved in this now, too. And They loved your second verse progression. <laughs> yeah. And it's very exciting. However... The final scene of the episode. Uh, oh, man, this is so nefarious. Ashley is tinkering around with the demo. She's making some last-minute changes. Jimmy is like, oh, what a perfectionist you are. And then he leaves. And he's, like, so positive, just, too. All right, so Jimmy is, like, a goddamn ray of sunshine. He's been through so much shit, and everything that he's been through, he, like, turns into beautiful art. You missed it, but he's also, like, this really amazing cartoonist. Like... He just makes everything into, like, magic. He had a short-lived t-shirt company. Yep. Yeah, Shredder said he's a fashion designer, too, right? Yeah. They weren't good, but they were popular for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, like, everything that is bad that happens to Jimmy, he, like, turns into beautiful art because he's the perfect human. And he's so positive. He, like, comes in and he's like, oh, it's great. Like, you're sending out your demo, like... You know, I I don't think it needs any more work, but like you do, you perfectionist crazy lady. And I hey, trust you. I trust you. And hey, if it doesn't work out, we can go to law school together, like our original plan. Like Still nothing is bringing this motherfucker down. I know. I don't. I don't understand the law school thing either. But like nothing's bringing him down. He's a positive person. I was really proud of his rapping. And then Ashley ruined it. And then Ashley goes into the audio file. And just straight up deletes Jimmy's audio track from the demo. Yeah, that sucked. And That's so rude. Have you guys watched ahead at all? Does that ever, like, what happens with that? I cannot remember. I can't remember either. I it's been a long remember. time. This season, uh, and, like, actually, maybe even season six is when, like, when I was originally watching the show, I started dropping off because I was, like, getting later into high school. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, yeah, this is at a point where I am more unfamiliar with the episodes. So I don't know what happens. And that's where the episode ends. What like, I wanted to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really, like, they hooked me. I just yeah. definitely wanted to keep watching. They, they're they good with a cliffhanger, usually. Yeah, and but it's classic Ashley. Yeah, that's my classic. last note in here. It's my just last note is classic Ashley. Classic Ashley. Just... What a bad, what a bad girl. Yeah, she's no good. She's the worst. She's terrible. We hate Ashley. You know what? You know what she's doing. What? Whatever it what? takes. Oh, <laughs> uh, good job, Tanner. <laughs> yeah. So we have like a few wrap up things, and then we want you guys to like do some plugs for yourself. But we do. So we like to read a YouTube comment, um, just whatever one we we enjoy the most. And this is from Allie R. Seven months ago, and Allie. Just from any video or. Uh, oh, no, from it's this from this episode because we watch it on YouTube because uh, uh, uh. Degrassi has like an official channel and that's where we get all their episodes. Um, and she says the problem with Ashley is she keeps <laughs> dating people who are more talented than her. Oof. True. Which is the truest fact. <laughs> um, Harsh but true. So 
spirit squad captain of the episode. So every episode we name the spirit squad captain who we thought like basically won the episode. Spirit squad is what Degrassi calls cheerleading. Um, Mm-hmm. So it's like the MVP. Basically. That's troubling. Yeah, it's weird, but it's like I, got, I thought you guys said there was no uh, paranormal in this show. Yeah, it's right there. They call it the Spirit it Squad. It was right underneath our Ugh. noses the whole goddamn time, and we missed it. I think we were just too distracted by how terrible the Spirit Squad team is. They're really bad. Kelsey, who was your Spirit Squad captain of the episode? Jimmy, obviously. He was supportive of Ashley. When he was doing better than her, he wanted to, like, include her. He's, like, positive the whole way. And he did not deserve what she did to him behind his back. I agree with that. Jack and Tanner, what do you think? Oh, wait. Do we have to? We can only choose one between us. Oh, no, you, no, can, you can each, can each choose, choose one. your own. Well, I can I choose the awesome dude in the camouflage hat who says more like a no talent contest. Okay, good. Well, then we chose one between us. Yeah, we chose that. We're like we a chose no that talent contest. What was his name again? Camo Cap? Johnny DeMarco. That dude Johnny kicks. DeMarco. Yeah, Johnny DeMarco kicks. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a fun guy. I like his whole like pool hall, like dirty. He reminds me a lot of like my northern New Jersey roots. Like he's just like I'm like, yeah, I get you. I get you, Johnny DeMarco. Yeah, he was cool. And then we also choose a ship of the episode. So which two characters did you two ship the most in this episode? Uh, Johnny, DeMarco, and the kid with big yeah. hair. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Those two dudes sitting next to each other. Is the kid with big hair a known character? No. <laughs> no I, I have no idea who he is, <laughs> but I love his Coheed and Cambria vibes. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to ship the two dancing fellows. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Oh, those guys are awesome. Sweet beats. Oh, can I, can I ship? Really is it, is, does it count as shipping if I ship? Drake and literally anyone else but Ashley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. We well, also do friendships with yeah. people that we think we're like really good friends. I just, I just not, ship not always romance. Drake getting out of that relationship. That's what I ship. <sighs> Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. We really <laughs> just it's the worst. Um, and then our last thing is we do what we think the moral of the episode is because this show is just it's rooted in after school special. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Don't right. don't um, steal territory. puppies. <laughs> just don't. also just, just like do it. One. Like don't like that's someone else's puppy. Like don't take it. That's get the <laughs> get the hell out of Drake's way. Like yeah, <laughs> he's a very talented rapper. Like why would you try to? getting in his way why would you try to interfere with what he's doing yeah i agree with that let drake live his life yeah yeah i mean i don't know if i can add any more to that (laughs) um go home ashley is the moral of this episode take a firmer stance on foreign adoption i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah foreign adoption controversial we haven't you know we're not totally sure pro or con there are a lot of arguments in favor (laughs) A lot of arguments against. Um, but Guys, so, I looked yeah. it up. Not all related to <laughs> Johnny DeMarco's but friend is named Bruce the Moose. Oh no oh, way! He, that's it, so he does awesome. Come back. That's not the, no, that's, that's a not the kid. That's not the kid with the hair. Oh, oh is it not? This, Although, Bruce no, the Moose looks seen... a lot like that guy. We've only seen <laughs> Bruce the Moose with a hat on. It might be the same guy. He might just have hair. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Bruce the Moose. So many doors have just opened for me. <laughs> I'm just, I feel enlightened. 
Um, Bruce <laughs> the Moose. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Um, that is pretty much the episode. Thank you guys so much for coming on our show. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, of course. Um, we should do this again. It was very fun. So you guys should plug yourselves and whatever you're doing yeah, and your podcast. Um, and also, if you want, you don't have to do this. We'd like to also plug like a thing that we're, we're just like currently enjoying that we want to recommend to people. But you don't have to do that if you don't want. Jack, you uh-huh. go. Well, I'll plug. Can we? Can I plug our show? Yeah. We have a podcast that's called the Babysitters Club. 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 Come on, man! You're supposed to sync up with me. I was synced up with you, but we're on a delay. Okay. All right. You guys can do some <laughs> audio wizardry after. Um, though I can also tell you that when we're in a room together, he still can't sync up with me. Um, we uh, we read all of the books in the Sitters Cycle by uh, Princess Anne Matthews Martin. We're currently on book 60, so there are a lot of episodes. Um, and you can find us on iTunes. That's where our podcast is. That's And it. we're on Twitter at yeah. BSCC Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys should go and check them out and rate review and subscribe and i think we just we were also on an episode of their podcast where we read a babysitter's club mystery book right we will be you will will you will have been it will eventually yes will have been future um and we i think we decided that if you leave them a review we might actually give you a babysitter's club fan fiction as well yeah they've they promised that they signed their names in blood that they're going to write a fan fiction review of somebody who leaves a nice five-star review of our podcast. Right. So you two just have to actually check the reviews and send them our way. Well, Tanner can't. He can't read them without freaking out. But I will check. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Well, I think that wraps it up, unless you guys want to... Just plug anything you're enjoying. I'll tell you what I've been enjoying lately. I'm sure I'm like always like ten years late to everything, but I've been watching the Great British Baking Show, and just oh my god, I just started watching that too. I I, floods of tears every episode. You we call it my people. I'm from England originally. Call it the Great British Bake Off, and you call it the Great British Baking Show. I believe. Um, but that's good, man. It's just beautiful. It's so moving. Um, it's just people baking very, things very. and being being very very nice to each other. Um, yeah, so I plug that. Jeez, Louise, what have I been looking at lately? Tanner reads like Star Wars novelizations. This is probably best for your <laughs> listeners that he doesn't plug something. He's going to get them into something that they're not going to be able to get out of. And it's yeah, that's a good one actually. I would suggest the uh, Chuck <laughs> the Chuck Wendig uh, Star Wars novelizations, the the most recent ones. Uh, the second one just came out a few months ago, uh, but the uh, the first one was called Aftermath. Um, if you're still listening, please listen to our show. I promise you that I keep they kind of pick up from talking right about where, stuff like this uh, as much as I possibly right where can. The Star Wars movies uh, end <sighs> right where Return of the Jedi ends. Because I'm uh, so sorry. Aftermath picks up, uh, and it kind of takes place right in that universe. It's very good. <sighs> So, all right, thanks. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Yeah, and then the second one is called uh, the second one is called Life. Uh, and that came out a few months ago. And then Can the you give third us like one a will quick, be called Empire's quick synopsis, well. Tanner. What's that? Can you give us a quick synopsis of Life Debt? <laughs> of Life Debt. 
No, don't. I would no, don't do that. Don't do. No, that. I'll do that. Uh, so it's about this Rebel Alliance pilot, named Laura Wexley. <laughs> she's got a son. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Um, that about wraps it up for us. Um, so thank you everybody for listening and goodbye Panthers. Bye, That's Panthers. what we call our people. Bye. Goodbye Panthers. Uh, goodbye Panthers. So we have a few things for the grapevine. Um, first, we have a review on our iTunes. Um, it's from Daniel, who's written to us a few times before. Um, and he is interested. Oh, he, it's so nice. <laughs> it's just so nice. I like it so much. Thank you, Daniel. Um, he's one of our Australian listeners, which reminder to people not in the u.s if you write us an itunes review we can't see it so you should screenshot it and send it to us so that we can like suggest a person for you yeah just tweet at us yeah but he is interested in being shipped with manny so holland Ooh, i don't know if we've done a manny ship we yet. haven't so holland it is your turn okay i gotta think about it okay it is post high school and you have moved to Los Angeles and you are trying to break into the film industry and you've landed a job as a PA on a movie, which is very exciting. And it just so happens that the star of this movie is Manny Santos. And you, for most of the shoot, you like try to keep a low profile, you do your job. You get, like, craft services, like, totally in line. You're an amazing PA. But then one day, the director asks you to assist with him specifically for one thing, and that gives you a little more face time with the star of the show, Manny. And, like, in between takes, you kind of start to build up a rapport, and you start getting along great. She digs your Australian accent. She's very interested. And because Manny... Goes after what she wants and is bold as hell and, like, does whatever she wants. She just asks you out on a date point blank and you just automatically say yes because she's beautiful and she's awesome. And then you guys just have, like, a whirlwind summer romance on the shoot of this movie. You guys go to the beach all the time. You're in Los Angeles. It's very exciting. And then after the shoot's over, you guys decide whatever you want to do next you guys can keep dating. You could become the next showbiz couple or it could just be like a summer fling on your first job in Los Angeles. And that is my fan fiction for you. I hope it was great. <laughs> I love it. It was beautiful. It was. We haven't done a movie set one, I don't think. I know. I don't think we have. I think we did. to branch out. We definitely, we've done like a TV one, but I don't think we've done a movie yet. I think we did like, you're an intern on like a news program or something. Oh, we, I, I did one for JT when he was on the kids show. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we also got an email from Ryan who just sent us a link to the behind the scenes like video of when Taking Back Sunday was on the set and it was amazing and everybody should go check it out because it is great. And we just have, I just wanted to shout out um, Gloria, who commented on our Instagram photo of us at the San Diego Zoo. And I think she tweeted at us, too, of this photo. Yeah, but her she tweet made said, me laugh a lot. But she just said, wrote, family, in all caps. I mean, I'm sorry. Kelsey, you do it better. 
family. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. It's it's my only impression. <laughs> Vin Diesel's family. <laughs> it was great. Um, but that's all we really have for Grapevine right now. We kind of covered it all in our last, in our standalone Grapevine episode that was almost an hour long. Um, so we're going to keep it light today. We have a guest on the show, um, or two guests on the show, so we're not going to overload you with content. But if you would like to be featured on the Grapevine segment on our show, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. We're on Tumblr, whateveritakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can also email us at whateveritakespodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. You can leave us comments there or send us messages there too. I just want to shout out again, Amethyst Beloved comments on every single one of our episodes, and I look forward to reading them every time we post one. And we also get some from Kristen, which is great. That's true. We've gotten some from Kristen too. And you can find us on iTunes. And if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be really awesome. And if you leave a review like Daniel did, um, we will make up a fan fiction for you on the spot that is Degrassi related. And feel free to leave any preferences in your review. We are here to make your Degrassi dreams come true. Um, and like Kelsey said earlier, if you're not in America, we can't see those reviews on our iTunes. So go ahead and send us a screenshot like on Twitter or email or whatever. Um, so we can make sure that we cover you. Um, and you can follow me personally at Instagram and Twitter at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And what are you going to be recommending to the people? So I am going to be recommending something that I know Holland also watched. Um, it So Sarah Ramos found a uh, like rom-com that she wrote when she was 12. Sarah Ramos, who was on Parenthood and many other things. And is just generally a delight. I follow her on Instagram. Um, anyway, so she found this rom-com that she wrote when she was 12. And it's like the most like... 12 year old 2002 like thing I've ever seen because she she turned it into an actual like series (laughs) it's on YouTube it's called City Girl I watch parts one through six yeah and they're all great they're amazing oh and Nick from the band Islands is he plays like the sexy doctor which is hilarious (laughs) on like a lot of levels but I just like I like when I was watching I was like wait is that Nick from Islands um which is also his Instagram handle is just Nick from Islands. <laughs> so it's confusing. Um, but it's fucking great. It's amazing. I also recommend. Um, I'm going to recommend a book that I just picked up that I haven't totally started yet, but I'm very excited to read. It's just called The Romanovs by Simon. Oh, I cannot read his name. Simon Sebg Montfort. I'm so bad at this. Look up the Romanovs. It's a really big ass book. About my, my estimate at that last name is Montefiore, but the first part I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sebg. <laughs> Seb, Sebg. It's S E B H G. It, anyway, it's a book about the entire Romanov dynasty in Russia from 1613 to 1918. And I'm fucking pumped to read it because I like history. So if you like. The Romanovs, Anastasia, she's at the tail end of this, but like a bunch of other cool shit happened with 
this family that lasted for like 300 years in power in Russia. Go ahead and check it out. I'm excited about it. You got that in San Fran, right? Yes, I got it when we were in San Francisco. I got this humongous book to take back with me. It was a great idea. Yeah, you you flew in with an enormous book. You were so excited to be rid of the enormous book. <laughs> so you went and you bought another enormous book to take home with you. To be fair, this one isn't as big as the one that I brought with me. <laughs> we're devolving again. <laughs> um, but in case you're wondering, we're recording this uh before we record with Jack and Tanner because we don't want to subject them to our like plug shit. <laughs> Just a peek behind the curtain, guys. Hey. Hey. Um, but yeah, we'll probably dive into the ending of when we record with them later and say goodbye. So yay. Bye, Panthers. We're not saying bye yet. We say bye with Jack and Tanner, I thought, right? I thought we were just going to plop this in at the end. All right. Bye, Panthers. Just in case. Bye, Panthers. <laughs> Spinner. Uh, Craig was fucking great. Craig was cool. It, I like. I want to know more about Craig. Was he a regular <laughs> yeah. on the show? He was before he went to rehab. Um, <laughs> he I, was. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Shredder. I, I, all I have is. <laughs> yeah. All I have is questions. Who's the Man. Who's the dad of uh, Mia's baby? We haven't met him yet. We just know oh that God. he exists. What? <laughs> Oh, this is such a mystery. You plunged us right into the chop, huh? I know. Mia- you just yeah. like dropped us out of a helicopter into this like crazy fucking world. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Degrassi. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We... I guess we can just explain along the way. <laughs> yeah, th- I'm, we're going to need a lot of that. All right. So should we just dive right in? Would you like to introduce us? Kelsey? Oh, sure. Jackie, are you ready? <laughs> Jackie, are you ready? Are you ready, Jackie? <laughs> um, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. You Gang's know, what, you know from talking about this before that you sing that and me not answering is all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, you guys have to see us like this. No, I, I'm enjoying it because Holland and I only bicker on air and it's a really good time. So <laughs> similar dynamics. <laughs> because Kelsey also will be on her phone while I make a point, and then she will immediately say the exact same thing over again because she was not listening oh, to me. I'm it's so infuriating. So Kelsey, I only you're use the my phone. Yeah, Kelsey is probably the tanner of our show. So. I only use uh, my phone so when Jack sorry. is being insufferably boring. How would you even... Dude, how would you even know because you literally never listen? Exactly. I assume. I know you well enough. <laughs> It's it's really we flip flop, but it's the same dynamic. Ugh, I'm uh, sorry, but we only bicker on air. It's been yeah, proven. We're, we're fi- we don't fight or bicker at all off air, but it's always when we're in a more of an organized environment. <laughs> like we just spent a vacation together, did not spend any time apart. Totally fine. The minute that there are microphones, we're like just sniping. <laughs> well. Um, Tanner and I are the same on air as off air. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tanner, I think most of it comes down to just Tanner always takes out his phone after 10 seconds of any conversation, no matter what the topic is. Um, 
but you know, what can you do? If, if you talked about things that interested me, like <laughs> the Flash or the fucking Babysitters Club books, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Except right, you we... find a way to always turn it to like Aristotle or some boring shit. Because it's in the fucking text, dude. All right, sorry guys. <laughs> okay. You can, uh, you may begin. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna jump in. All right. 